the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. News, views, and interviews important to you. And now, here's Roger. And this is my turn. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show, the program that's dedicated to protecting, preserving, and defending America's founding traditions of God, family, country. It's great to be with you today. I want to thank you for the opportunity to join you as we talk about the issues that affect us in our community, our state, and our nation. Have a great show for you. We'll introduce the guest in just a moment. Before we go to our first guest, of course, I want to give a shout out to our friends over at Florida Door Solutions and let you know that if you have garage door problems of any kind, Florida Door Solutions has your solution. They were founded on the old school foundation of knowledge, professionalism, and commitment to their customers. You can find out more at FLADoor.com. That's FLADoor.com. Or just give them a call at 866-FLA-DOOR. That's 866-FLA-DOOR. And be sure to tell them Roger Franklin Williams sent you. Friends, we have two excellent guests, as I spoke about earlier. A little bit later, we're going to hear from Mr. Charles, um, from people, several people from over at... Um, Breakpoint Martial Arts, uh, which we're doing a lot of great, interesting things over there, and we're going to share that with you, um, located in Apopka. But right now, we're pleased to be joined by Mr. Chris Wester, and Chris is the head of school at Central Florida Preparatory School. They are now located in Gotha in West Orange County, but they just broke ground last Friday evening on their brand new school facility on Marden Road in Apopka. And now uh, we're very pleased to to welcome Mr. Chris Wester, head of school at Central Florida Preparatory School, on our show today. Chris, thanks for coming over. Oh, Roger, thank you so much for having me today, and uh, we're really, really excited about um, what what is happening at Central Florida Prep School, and uh, and discussing obviously our groundbreaking that we had last Friday, um, and what the future holds, and and to some degree what the the past has allowed us to provide um, this upcoming future. Um, really excited to, to talk about the school and what that's going to mean, hopefully, for the Popka community and how the school can benefit the Popka community. Yeah, now, I look forward to speaking with you, Chris, about, about everything, all aspects of Central Florida Preparatory School. While we're here today, I know that you're now, I believe, in your 29th year of educating young people here in Central Florida, if I understand correctly. That's correct, yes. Um, you know, the school was, was founded by two educators um, almost 30 years ago. In fact, this June, we'll be celebrating our our 30th year um, in operation, um, started in a warehouse. Um, you know, you had a, a mother and father who wanted to educate their children differently um, because their children learn differently. And um, were able to, to rent some space and, and find some, some other um, children that had, um, and parents who had like-minded um, beliefs in education, wanted to do, you know, to, to treat each child independently and uniquely and, uh, and weren't finding that in the public school system or even 
for the most part, 30 years ago in the private school system. So um, Bob Flanders and Rowena uh, Flanders-Ramos were, were able to open the school um, and create uh, you know, quite a following and, and loyal, dedicated families that are, are many of which are, are still with us today, have sent uh, you know, multiple generations of, of students to us. And so we're you know, really excited, as I said before, to, to talk uh, not only about where we came from, but the, um, the direction we're headed as well. You'd like to come back to this in just a moment, but right now you had a very exciting event last Friday evening in Apopka, your groundbreaking ceremony for your brand new facility on your brand new campus. Can you just tell us a little bit about um, specifically uh, the Friday evening groundbreaking and also uh, some of the reasons that you uh, may, uh, chose to make the move over uh, to the Apopka area from the Gotha area? Absolutely. Um, you know, Friday was a culmination of 30 years. Um, truthfully, we had been leasing space in Gotha and um, had always been planning and working towards developing a school um, of our own. Um, Apopka was yeah, an ideal location, honestly. Um, and the reason for that is we were able to acquire the, the land that we wanted and the location that we wanted in, a, um, in an established community and in a community that's also growing. Um, so Apopka made sense. Um, we have been welcomed with, with open arms by everyone um, in the Apopka area. All city officials were, were represented, uh, meaning they graced us with their presence, obviously, on Friday. Um, you know, we had our mayor, uh, mayor of Apopka, police chief, um, fire chief, um, city commissioners. Uh, it really was a, a fantastic evening. Over 180 people um, showed. We had some local businesses, some food trucks that were there providing um, great meals. Um, and we got to hear from our founder, uh, Rowena Ramos, who uh, talked about the history and the direction of the school. Um, a lot of parents, uh, current parents of the school, and a lot of prospective parents were out as well. So it gave us the opportunity to to talk about you know, you know the direction of, of where we are headed as a community, as a school community. And also to talk um, about the history uh, that that makes what we feel uh, CFP so unique compared to other private, you know, and certainly public schools. Friends, you're listening to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. We're glad you're joining us today. Right now, we're speaking with Mr. Chris Wester. He's the head of school at Central Florida Preparatory School. They just broke ground on their brand new school campus on Marden Road in Apopka last Friday evening, and we're talking to Mr. Wester about various aspects of Central Florida Preparatory School. And why don't we just pick up there, uh, Chris, and if you could share with us uh, in the larger context of what are some of the differences between a private school education and a public school education, and what are some of the reasons that parents, I guess, um, and you've worked, as I understand, in in both public and private school. I have, yes, sir. uh, choose to take to to send their children to private school and and specifically some of the things that make Central Florida Preparatory School unique. Sure. Um, well, I think the first thing that most parents look at and and certainly have the most concerns over are classroom sizes um, and school culture. So those are the two biggest. The classroom sizes. When you look at even the No Child Left Behind amendment that was passed, you know, a twenty-five to one ratio. Having been a teacher for 14 years in the public school system, when you have north of 25 students in a classroom, it's very difficult uh, to find time to work one-on-one or to give the individualized attention that some students need um, in a classroom setting that large. Um, at CFP, our classroom, our average um, you know, student-to-teacher ratio is 15 to 1. 
So, uh, you know, much smaller allows uh, the, the students that need additional support and assistance to get that in the classroom. Um, but I think overwhelmingly school culture. School culture is really what parents um, choose more often than not. And we understand the financial commitment that our parents make uh, when they when they send you know their child to our nonprofit private school at CFP. Um, when we talk school culture, you know, we believe and, and our mission is that every child should be known, loved, and challenged. And having worked at, having had the, the privilege to work at five schools prior to coming to CFP in my 23 years in education, I can tell you there's not another school culture that, that's quite like what we have there. The dedication from the staff, um, the the caring environment, the, the family involvement. And, um, you know, we have a great group of parents that are part of our Mariner Volunteer Parent Organizations. We call them our MVPs uh, that help out um, in, in a myriad of ways. And we don't have to ask them to help, Roger. It's a situation where they come to us and say, how can we help? Um, that community is very unique, and, and we are you know, quite, you know, quite fond of the community that, that we've helped create and the culture that um, all of our stakeholders um, on a daily basis help us to maintain. And I would like to go back and friends, you're listening to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. We're glad you're joining us today. Right now we're speaking with Mr. Chris Wester, head of school at Central Florida Preparatory School. This gives me an opportunity also to get, let, give a shout out to our friend, Dr. Patrick St. Germain and all the great people over at St. Germain Chiropractic. Dr. Patrick St. Germain has worked with athletes at all levels, from youth sports to elite college and professional athletes to Olympic champions. So when you're in pain, call Dr. St. Germain at 855-WHEN-IN-PAIN. That's 855-WHEN-IN-PAIN. Dr. Patrick St. Germain and St. Germain Chiropractic, proud to be voted best chiropractor for now 10 years in a row. Speaking with Mr. Chris Wester, he is the head of school at Central Florida Preparatory School. And can you go back, Chris, and talk about the original founding uh, of Central Florida Preparatory School, what were, what led uh, you know the founders to want to you know start a, a school, and, and I know that's a huge huge undertaking, and I'm sure they had a very strong motivation and, and reasons for that, and and how does that original mission and founding relate to um, school at uh, Central Florida Preparatory School today? Sure, absolutely. Uh, again, the founders were um, Bob Flanders and his wife Rowena Flanders. Um, the thought process there was uh, Bob had worked with traditional students and special education students for a number of years. And what he had noticed was that um, many students were not receiving the type of education, the individualized education that is so important and so necessary for students, you know, back in 1990. And, um, you know, it was with a leap of faith, honestly, that, um, that Bob and Rowena opened the school, and again, they opened it in a warehouse in Gotha. Uh, they, they, they were able to lease some space and um, started with just a handful of students, primarily their own children, and um, word got around, as it does in private schools. The, the, best, you know, the, the best marketing or uh, advertisement that can come in, in a private school is word of mouth. You know, when things are working for a family and um, they're able to tell their friends that, um, you know, this is where... You know, you, your children, you know, could be educated and have the same experience that my children had. Um, so they started with a handful of students. It grew to the point where they needed to have additional space and uh, were able to, um, you know, to to purchase, you know, in, in 
in concert with a, a local church, we're able to purchase um, property over and at, at, again, we're in Gotha, but Citrus Oaks Avenue. Um, and for the last 25 years now, uh, they've been, you know, we've been located there and we've outgrown that space. So we're at a point now where, um, thankfully, you know, we're going to be growing and need to have uh, a place of our own, a home to call and a forever home, honestly. And so the, the, you know, the school we're building will be state of the art, uh, can house 600 students. Um, additionally, uh, we'll have every possible educational tool available uh, at our students' disposal so that they can, you know, properly prepare to be 21st century learners and leaders. Friends, we're speaking with Mr. Chris Wester, head of school at Central Florida Preparatory School. Chris, we're going to take a short break here in just a moment. When we come back, we'll continue to speak with Chris Wester and talk about some of the other interesting things happening at Central Florida Preparatory School. In fact, one of the interesting things is the there is the I'm Not Ebenezer Scrooge play by the drama department, by the drama club, and that's coming up on Tuesday, December 3rd at Garden Theater um, at, is that on campus? Actually, uh, yeah, Garden Theater is in Winter Garden, so it's a professional stage. Um, Our students are going to perform a very funny, family-friendly play. Uh, Tickets are on sale through the Garden Theater, um, and tickets are $11, really just to cover costs um, of the production. But we're really excited about that because one of the things that we'll discuss, obviously, after the break, Roger, is that um, we're opening two new academies at our school. We have a current biomedical academy, but we're going to be having uh, an engineering and uh, performing arts academy. So this is the first foray, if you will, uh, for our students to, to jump in to, um, to drama and learn and, and be able to perform on a professional stage. A lot of exciting things happening at Central Florida Prep. Friends, we'll be right back on the Roger Frank and Williams Show with Chris Wester, head of school at Central Florida Preparatory School. Please stay with us. Welcome back. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And this is my turn. And now, back to the studio, here's Roger Franklin Williams. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. It's great to be with you today. I want to thank you for the opportunity to join you. It's always great to have this time together, these few minutes every week, to talk about the issues that affect us in our community, our state, and our nation, and of course on our program the Roger Frank and William show. We talk about those issues from a perspective that honors America's founding traditions of God, family, country. Pleased to be joined right now by Mr. Chris Wester, head of school at Central Florida Preparatory School. A little bit later in our show, we'll hear from Mr. George Vancor, excuse me, um, <laughs> not George Vancor, but we'll hear from the, the people over at Breakpoint Martial Arts. There's a lot of exciting things happening over there, and we're looking forward to sharing those with you today as well. Before we go back to Chris, I want to, of course, let you know that if you or a friend or a loved one or family member are looking for a place that will care for your car, truck, SUV, any other vehicle with old-school honesty, integrity, and dependability, I urge you to get over to see Demetrius and Odysseus Virgos at Sheeler Auto Repair. No job is too big or too small for the guys at Sheeler Auto Repair. You can trust the guys at Sheeler Auto Repair. In fact, that's where I take my car. They're located 1908 South Orange Blossom Trail, Apopka. Be 
be sure to tell them Roger Franklin Williams sent you. And I do want to give all y'all a shout out because people are telling them. I get a lot of great stories about some of you who have um, made the decision to go over to Sheila Auto Repair, and it's um, it's great to hear that you've um, gone over there and 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 you know introducing yourself to the great work that they do, and it's always great to have that place that you can take your car that you can trust. That's a great feeling of security, believe me. And again, they're located at 1908 South Orange Blossom Trail, Apopka. Also want to let you know, uh, make a, got some new news, relatively new news at least, from our friends over at Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair. Of course, as you already know, Apopka Moore is your one-stop center for all of your lawn and garden needs in the Northwest Orange County, South Lake County, and South Seminole County areas. But also, they're pleased to announce the addition of steel outdoor power equipment products. Come and see it at Apopka Moore's impressive showroom at 2975 West Orange Blossom Trail. Of course, that's Highway 441 north of Apopka, located between Palumas Reno Road and the 429. Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair. They sell the best and they fix the rest. Find out more at Apopka Moore. Dot com. That's com, Or just drop by and see them at 2975 West Orange Blossom Trail, north of Apopka, between Plymouth Reno Road and the 429. Let's go back to Mr. Chris Wester, head of school at Central Florida Preparatory School. And Chris, you know, I'd like to um, kind of talk about some of the various things that you offer for the student experience at Central Florida Preparatory School, both in terms of curriculum and also um, pick up what we were talking about, too, um, you know, the addition of two new academies, uh, your college uh, prep, uh, you know, a line of, um, you know, of, of, of curriculum and, and all those kinds of things. So just kind of let you start where, where you would like to. Sure. Uh, just to give uh, your listeners uh, an opportunity again to to learn a little bit more about CFP, we uh, we, we start with students that are age one all the way up to twelfth grade. So we can, in essence, take we have an early childhood learning program. So we can take students of all ages. We are a nonprofit private school, um, and we have a myriad of tracks that that students can uh, in high school um, can choose. The the three that we have um, and will have for 2020, 2021. Um, we have a biomedical program that's well established. That's um, actually certified through the University of Florida, um, and we're going to be starting an engineering academy as well, um, and that'll start next year, along with a performing arts academy. So, um, what we have done is listen to our our families and and listen to the community at large as to what they need uh, for education and tracks of education, um, so that their their children can be properly prepared uh, to move on to college, you know, or beyond. Um, one of the things that we do that's a little bit different at CFP is that I, I feel we have the best college placement program uh, in the area, and we get all stakeholders together, so that's parent, student, teacher, uh, guidance counselor, uh, together to lay out a college pathway starting in eighth grade. So we start very early. Uh, we want our children and our students to be thinking about the future and what their future holds for collegiate life and beyond. Um, and we meet frequently as a collective to make sure that um, that our, our students are able uh, to to lay out, in essence, their top three universities by the time that they're a junior in high school. Uh, we also help with college visits and help arrange that, along with preparing our students to ask questions 
when they're on college visits. Um, the application, the college application and admissions process can be very daunting for every family. Um, and as we are a very diverse school with, with students from around the world, uh, we feel it best to, to give them the tools that they need um, to, to navigate those tough waters that college uh, can bring. And, and so we're able to do that very effectively. Um, we have 25 different enrichments for students outside of the standard academic day. Um, some of those are quite unique in that we, have, we offer equestrian, uh, we offer golf, tennis, uh, some of your traditional sports like volleyball, basketball, flag football, um, but some academic clubs that are very unique too, geography club, robotics club. Um, we want students to be very well-rounded, and we feel that that best meets the needs of what, you know, what we term the whole child experience because it's really important that they are prepared not only um, you know, academically, but they're prepared socially as well um, for, for life beyond high school. Um, we firmly believe that um, character development is a really important and often missed um, set of curriculum in, 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 you know, in most public and majority of private schools as well. So we have our students read the you know, seven traits of highly effective students. And then in middle school, uh, they go through a program of seven traits of highly effective teens by Stephen Covey so that we're giving them uh, the and allowing them to look at their themselves to determine what their principles are uh, and develop characteristics that are going to make them highly successful. Friends, you're listening to the Roger Frank and Williams Show. We're glad you're joining us today. Right now we're speaking with Mr. Chris Wester, head of school at Central Florida Preparatory School. And Chris, you know, it's as we talked and you know, said, learn more about your background, you, you, you said you've been in education for, for 23 years. Correct, yeah. And you've had a very varied experience. I mean, you've done virtually everything that you can do in a school from, an, from an, being an educator perspective and an administrator. I mean, you were, you've been a, a teacher in the classroom. You've been a coach. Um, some of your duties include, certainly not limited to, but include serving as director of curriculum at, 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 um, before um, on your path. You've been at private school. You've been at public school. Can you talk about a little bit about your journey and, and why you've chosen to continue to make your, your life's work education? Sure. Um, my, I come from a family of educators, so that's probably um, you know one of the reasons why it drew such interest for me. Um, you know, history in particular. Uh, my my brother is a, a principal, but a history teacher and coach as well. Prior to that, uh, my mother was um, she taught nursing, uh, so she prepared nurses. Um, for you know, for their their career and their passion to, to help other people, and so I think it's kind of ingrained in, uh, and maybe in the Western DNA that uh, uh, that we become educators and teach in some capacity, and uh, you know, so you know, love love every aspect of education. Um, I, I feel for me it was a calling. Um, you know, originally was in uh, a different career path and, and chose to make a change. Um, when I did, have, have been have had the great fortune of working in a lot of different uh, titles, different roles, but all with the same mission, and that is to you know to help uh, empower and provide um, our students uh, a pathway to to their success and maximizing you know their full potential. So you're right, coaching, um, which I feel that it, you know. It, Anyone that has an opportunity to coach understands just just how important that is, uh, you know, shaping and molding young minds and, and getting them to work in a team environment, which I know we did a lot more of in this day and age, the mindset of working in a team and what it means to be a leader and, and 
and, and what it means to lead by example. Um, and, uh, you know, I've been very fortunate to, to have been a coach and athletic director um, and held several roles. But all in all, they're, you know, the roles are similar in that it's always to benefit um, the, you know, the youth that I come in contact with. And can can you talk about um, you've been head of school at Central Florida Preparatory School for what, approximately a year and a half, two, two years? years? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and can you talk about your specific you know mission and, and your goals for um, you know in that role at Central Florida Prep? Absolutely. Well, um, while coming into CFP, um, the, the school culture was already tremendous. As I said before, it was a culture that I had you know. Had not seen it, uh, the five previous stops that I had the good fortune of being at. Um, that the, really the mission for us is to continue um, in our new campus and our new location. Uh, continue the mission of Bob Flanders. Um, you know, Bob said that. You know, and I'm paraphrasing here, but in essence, um, you know, not every child is the same. So don't try to. You know, let's not try to attempt to educate every child the same way. And um, our mission is to to make sure that every child is treated um, and prepared through an individualized curriculum and an individualized approach. Um, I think as parents, and and myself being a parent, we all want our children to be known, loved, and challenged, and and to be seen for who they are, and and to be valued for who they are. And um, that mission will carry on at CFP in our new location here in Apopka, um, as it's important to every stakeholder, and I know we've got um, you know, some, some of our great leaders at CFP listening now, Miss Emily Pearson and Miss Sandy Gomez, our, our school principal, and, uh, and Miss Pearson, who's our early childhood ed director. Um, you know, we have great people, Roger. We really do. Um, you know, it's not, it's certainly not Chris Wester that, that's helping to uh, create this, the, this culture. I just, um, you know, just happen to be the, the person leading the ship. The, the people that are doing the, the hard labor are, are, are really sound good, dedicated, uh, inspiring uh, teachers. And that's, um, that's heartwarming, and, uh, and it makes my job so much easier. Chris, it's been great to have you joining us today, and look forward to having you back anytime you want to, really. And, um, but if we have down to about a minute. Anything else you'd like to share before you go? No, you know, one thing, and again, Roger, I really appreciate you having me on. Uh, if people want to learn more about Central Florida Prep School, um, you can go to cfprep.org. Uh, you can also check out our Facebook page, which is Central Florida Prep. Um, and, you know, we, please give us a call if you want a tour of the school, you want to learn more about what we do and how we do it. Uh, we'd love to have, uh, you know, your your listeners give us a call and come out and, and see um, what we feel is the difference in education. Absolutely. And I encourage our listeners to do that, to find out more about Central Florida Preparatory School. It's been great to have you here, and it's been great to learn all the great things you're doing. And, and welcome to the Apopka community. Thank you, Roger. We really hope to be staples and pillars in the Apopka community, and it's it's important for us to to give back. And so, uh, again, we've been welcomed with open arms, and and we really thank everybody in the Apopka community, and certainly you, you know you for having us on today. So, thank you. Well, friends, we'll be back in just a moment. We'll be joined by the the guys from over at Breakpoint Martial Arts, and we're going to hear about some exciting things they've got going on as well. So, please stay with us on the Roger Frank and Williams Show. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now back to the studio. Here's Roger Franklin Williams. Well, thank you for joining us today. Hope you're enjoying the show. Hope you enjoyed our first half with 
Mr. Chris Wester, head of school at Central Florida Preparatory School. Got a great, they have a great story. They're part of which is their brand new campus where they had the groundbreaking last Friday over on Marden Road Loop, Marden Ridge Loop in Apopka. And uh, right now we're going to shift gears rather dramatically. We're going to speak with Chuck Benham and Shane Bagwell of Caged Chaos. And it's a MMA uh, fighting uh, yeah. training facility. And they train uh, mixed martial arts fighters. And there's a big event coming up on March 21st, actually an historic event coming up on March 21st uh, at the VFW in Apopkin. We're going to talk to Chuck and Shane about that in just a moment. Before we go back to them, though, of course, I want to remind you that our program and all the programs you hear right here on FM 94.9, AM 950, and AM 1520, WBZW, are presented by Florida Door Solutions. Florida Door Solutions is founded on the old school foundation of knowledge, professionalism, and commitment to their customers. Do you have garage door problems? Florida Door Solutions has your solution. You can find them at FLADoor.com. That's FLADoor.com. Or just give them a call at 866-FLA-DOOR. Give them a call at 866-FLA-DOOR and find out why Florida Door Solutions has been voted best garage door company once again. Also, want to give you a quick word about our friends Rhonda and Vito Fira at Network Sound and Video. Of course, we're getting fully into Christmas season now. If you're looking for a perfect gift for that hard-to-find friend or loved one, I urge you to contact Vito and Rhonda at Network Sound and Video. They can restore wonderful memories that you have on outdated media, VHS tapes, old 8mm tapes, uh, media that's not in good condition anymore. They can restore. They can literally work wonders and get your wonderful memories that are now um, so outdated they're even difficult to access up-to-date on modern technology that you can see and enjoy and you can share with your family, friends, and loved ones around the country and around the world. You can find them at NetworkSoundAndVideo.com. That's NetworkSoundAndVideo.com. Or just drop by and see them. They're located conveniently on Ronald Reagan Boulevard, 2520 Ronald Reagan Boulevard in Longwood. Or just give them a call at 407-834-8555. That's 407-834-8555. Network Sound and Video. And, of course, if you call during business hours, a live person will answer the phone. Network Sound and Video, the perfect place to get the perfect gift for the hard-to-shop-for person this Christmas season. Now let's go to Chuck and Shane of Caged Chaos. Hey, guys, thanks for coming over. Yeah, thank you for having us, man. This is this is the first time we've been on the radio. So oh, yeah. This is pretty Great awesome. Yeah. And I believe uh, Debbie O'Brien had, had reached out to you or, yeah, or touched uh, base with you back uh, yeah, earlier when she this was year. here. Mm-hmm. Of course, we miss Debbie. Her husband got transferred to China, so she's a long way away from now. But she did a great job covering the Apopka community, and we're glad she made contact with you guys yeah. and glad you're joining us on our show. Absolutely. Thank you for having us. Oh, why don't we just get started? Now, you guys, now, Shane, you're an MMA fighter, correct? Yes, sir. And a trainer. Mm hmm. And boy, you must be pretty good because your face looks pretty uh, cl- clear there. I mean, yeah, <laughs> man. You still have a kind of a fresh baby face there. Yeah, man. <laughs> My hands are a different story, though. I got some scars on those. <laughs> That's where you want to have the scars, there, right? Yep, <laughs> <laughs> not the face. And and Chuck, you're a, you're a trainer as well, correct? Yeah, I've been coaching people for a little over ten years now. 
um, Shane being one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And give us a little, little background. Of course, you had uh, previously you had Breaking Point Martial Arts, and then in fact, your family actually founded uh, Chuck's Wagon. Wagon. Yeah, yeah. We opened in um, we opened Chuck's Wagon in 2007. Um, I opened up Breaking Point inside Chuck's Wagon. I actually unofficially started training people. We'd uh, close at two, then uh, we would move all the tables and chairs out of the way. And then we would just, you know, have breadcrumbs stuck to our arms, uh, rug burn. Um, that's where we started and then kind of just built that up. I've been in martial arts since I was 11. So um, I've been doing it for, you know, about 25 years. So, But right now you've moved away from Breaking, breaking Point <clears throat> Martial Arts and your company now is Caged Chaos. Yeah. Talk about that, that transition. Yeah, we are actually, um, we're going into getting into the promoting side of the, the MMA world. So we're kind of, you know, I still have my core group of competitors, my core group of fighters. But um, now we're going to um, we're going to be putting on a show for Apopka. And like you said, a historical event. I think it will be a landmark event. Um, the first time the MMA will come to Apopka. We're going to set the cage up. And why don't you just go ahead and tell us about that event? So the event is going to be at the VFW in Apopka. Um, I believe that's Central on Central. And, um, yeah, it's going to be March 21st. And that'll be, you know, mine and Shane's uh, first promotion. So uh, we'll be off. We'll be um, having um, mixed martial arts fights and kickboxing fights. Yeah. And how many fighters are going to be involved? Um, we're looking to have about fifteen fights. So that's, that'll be thirty fighters. Yeah. And what what will that take place all day long? What 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 um, time will that be? <clears throat> the doors will open at five p.m. The fights should start around six. You know, as long as there's no snags and everything goes as planned. And then um, till about 10, 10 p.m. Now, let's go over to Shane. Yeah, I, I'm curious. I'm sure a lot of our listeners are curious. Mm-hmm. And, and, and mixed martial arts, it's a relatively new sport, correct? Yeah, and, relatively. And, I mean, compared to boxing, yeah. Yeah. It's sure. about, I mean, what, what 20, like 15 years or so? About 25 years, the last mainstream. 20, 25 years, yeah. And can you talk to, I'm always curious when I watch the fights, mm-hmm. um, how, do they, how do guys get into that? And how did you get into it? Well... I think everyone has a like a different story. Um, for me, it was just um, more of more or less an outlet and um, just something to distract me from the things that were going on in my life at that time. You know, um, I wasn't necessarily in like a great place in my life, and I really needed something that could give me goals and something that could challenge um, challenge me. You know, mentally, physically. Um, I, I see it as like a game of chess that you that it's made physical. You know. The chess is challenging because you have to think one step ahead of the other person. You know, you have to be there first. You have to, um, you know, be ahead of the game. But then you add that physical, that physical aspect of it. You know, the adrenaline aspect of it. I'm an adrenaline junkie, but I'm also an intellectual. You know, so I like to solve problems at that high pace level. You know, and it's a constant problem that's constantly evolving. You constantly have to be keeping up with it. And um, I just love it as a science and as a sport. You know, it's awesome and. Just how it changed my life, I feel like it um, completely turned my life around, made me a better person, more respectful, more humble, um, much more confident, you know, and put me in great shape and um, taught me the importance of um, staying healthy, eating healthy, exercising, and keeping good, strong mental health. And um, I got into it simply because um, I had an ego. That ego got checked very quickly. (laughs) Um, I thought that, you know, oh, there's no way these guys could beat me. You know, I can't be beat. You know, I'd been in some some little schoolyard fights, and I was pretty good. But, um, yeah, I got beat up a lot. <laughs> so it taught me how to be humble, and then I was like, wow, I really need to learn how to fight. And then, you know, 
So then I started learning how to fight, and I ended up falling in love with it. I love training people. I love training, and I love fighting, and it's it's awesome, man. It looks like you still have all your teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm curious. I'm fascinated, and I'm sure our listeners are as well. I'd like to continue uh, kind of this line of questioning. And, and friends, you're listening to the Roger Frank and Williams Show, and uh, right now we're pleased to be joined by Chuck Benham and Shane Bagwell. Chuck is the founder of Caged Chaos. It's a company that trains mixed uh, mixed martial arts fighters and promotes mixed martial arts events. The first event's coming up on March 21st at the VFW in Apopka, and it'll be the actually the first mixed martial arts uh, competition uh, that's ever been held in Apopka. Hearing about all about it right now on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Let's go back to Shane Bagwell, who is a mixed martial arts fighter and and a trainer. You know, what were you involved in other sports, Shane? Um, well, skateboarding. Yeah, I skated <laughs> for like six years. Skateboarding is very painful, probably actually more painful than fighting <laughs> overall. But, um, basically, all my friends quit skating and I just had to find something new. Um, also, and, and, and what led you specifically to mixed martial arts? And you said you, you'd, you'd had some fights, I guess, uh, you know, skirmishes, if you will, street fights, whatever, yeah, bar well, fights. Um, yeah, when I was younger, <laughs> I got picked on a lot, so, um, you know, I was just small and kind of dorky, so a lot of people would pick on me. So I just decided to make a change. I wasn't going to be a victim anymore, but that was part of it as well. But um, what initially what actually got me in there is um, these two kids behind me in class. They were talking. They're like, man, I could out-wrestle anybody. I was like, I'll wrestle you, bro. And he's like, all right, come to my gym. And then I just, I kind of just ended up going to the gym just to wrestle this kid. And, man, I just, I loved it, you know. Now, one other question, and then we'll go back to Chuck. Uh, one more question for Shane Bagwell. You know, once again, as I mentioned, I'm fascinated with the sport, and I'm sure a lot, a lot of our listeners are as well. Um, when I see the, the the matches on television, mm-hmm. you know, and you're a very, obviously, a very respectful young man. You know, you talk about, you know, setting goals and being a good citizen and how mm-hmm. actually mixed martial arts participating in it has made you a, a, a better person. Yep. Um, I, I just kind of have an image and I could be completely wrong that not all the guys in mixed martial arts are, are, are that way. It, oh, it seems no. like it probably attracts some guys that are, that probably if they weren't you know, involved in mixed martial arts, they might be in jail or something. Oh, uh, definitely. Can, can you just talk about the, for the, the where, where the guys come from, the background of the various people that, that participate in mixed martial arts? Yeah, I would actually say, uh, I would say maybe more than half of the people are actually just very humble, very kind, very nice. But then you do have people who are just feeding their egos, essentially, by doing something like this. You know, they're not in it for the same intentions that I am. And for me, it's just personal growth and just, you know, the goals and all that and the challenge. Some people just need that to feed their ego. It's a sense of identity for them. You know, it's something that um, they wouldn't, you know what I mean? So they're just feeding their egos, basically, and um, some people are just very cocky, and, you know, you do have those people, but um, I find more often than not, it's it's usually pretty humble people, pretty nice people, like, some of my best friends are involved in martial arts, you know? They're generally really good, disciplined people. We'll come back to Shane in just a moment, and uh, Chuck, in fact, uh, I do want to talk more about the background of the sport of mixed martial arts, um, and we'll do that with... Chuck Benham and Shane Bagwell. We're going to go to a, a break in just a minute. And back to, before we go to, we'll come back to Chuck and Shane when we come back from the break. But for right now, I want to let you all know about our friends over at Glenn Tatum Septic Service and let you know that 
Glentainum Septic offers services for both residential and commercial customers. Pumping your septic tank is probably the most important thing you can do to protect your system. With proper standard maintenance and by being aware of your daily living habits, you will greatly improve the life and health of your system. Find out more helpful tips about maintaining the health of your septic system at TatumSeptic.com. That's TatumSeptic.com. The phone number is on the website at TatumSeptic.com. And when you call them, please be sure to tell them Roger Franklin Williams sent you. Also, I want to remind you that our friends over at Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair are now the home of Steel Outdoor Power Equipment Products. Get over and see Mike, Kyle, and all the great guys at Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair. They're located 2975 West Orange Blossom Trail. That's Highway 441, north of Apopka, between the 429 and Plymouth Sereno Road. We'll be right back on The Roger Franklin Williams Show. Welcome back. Good to have you here for The Roger Franklin Williams Show. And this is my turn. And now, back to the studio, here's Roger Franklin Williams. Welcome back to The Roger Franklin Williams Show. It's great to be with you today. Glad you're joining us. Hope you're enjoying the program. Right now, we're speaking with Chuck and Shane, and we're about the topic of mixed martial arts. Chuck is the founder of Caged Chaos. It's a company that stages uh, and promotes mixed martial arts events and also trains mixed martial arts fighters. He's the former owner of Breaking Point Martial Arts in Apopka, and his company, uh, his family founded uh, Chuck's Wagon Restaurant, mm-hmm. which is a very popular community gathering place and a, a eater, a diner in, in the Apopka area. We're also joined by Shane Bagwell. Shane is a mixed martial arts fighter and a trainer. And before we go back to the guys, of course, I want to let you know that if you have garage door problems, Florida Door Solutions has your solution. Also, in the best old school tradition, Florida Door Solutions give back. They're a local family-owned business, and they support our local schools, youth sports in our community, and many various charitable organizations, including veterans organizations. That's Florida Door Solutions. Do you have garage door problems? Call Florida Door Solutions. They have your solution. 866-FLA-DOOR. 866-FLA-DOOR. That's Florida Door Solutions at 866-FLA-DOOR. And please be sure to tell them... Roger Franklin Williams sent you. Let's go back to, to Chuck and Shane. And I, you know, I'd like to have um, both of you guys, starting with Chuck, give us a little bit of the background of mixed martial arts as a sport, you know, as an organized sport. I know it's highly popular and highly uh, profitable, um, but it's really something that's just kind of come along maybe in the last 25 years or so that certainly I've become aware of in the last 25 years ago. Um, can you talk about the evolution of the sport and how it, how it got started, Chuck? Yeah, really the, um, the Gracie family, they're, they're you know, famous for their Gracie jiu-jitsu, um, Hoist Gracie, Henzo Gracie, the whole family. Um, they really started, um, they, they put out a challenge. They challenged um, their style versus all styles. They would um, offer a cash prize. You'd come into their gym, and, and basically if you could beat them and show that your style is supreme, then they would give you cash. But I don't think it had happened that way. I think that, um, you know, these guys would come in. and, and you Go ahead. Yeah, they would come in, and, and they would, you know, they did not see 
jujitsu. It was it was foreign. It was not mainstream in you know, America at all. So um, yeah, they they would come into their gym and and they would get taken down and ultimately get submitted via choke or armbar. You know, and and that's really what made it you know uh, noticed first. And then the you know the UFC started, and that was style versus style. So that and 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 Dana White has been a driving force in. Mm-hmm. UFC is, is, is yeah, that correct? Yeah, yes, yes, he is. I want to say the president of the UFC. Yeah, before yeah. And I mean, if I'm you know, not mistaken, he kind of got involved when it was just fledgling operation, maybe even failing financially. Or... Yeah, yeah, definitely. Him and the Fertitta brothers, they mm-hmm. um, they put millions into it. You know, they invested a lot. They uh, lost a lot of money, but they just kept faith, and now, you know, they're successful. Obviously, one of the biggest. Um, organizations in the world as far as sports goes and constantly growing as well. Now, I'd like to uh, continue uh, about just basic questions about what is mixed martial arts. Now, now as I understand it, you, you, I'd like to have you kind of define a little bit more because yeah, my perception is, um, as somebody who doesn't know a lot about it but, but obviously watches it from time to time, um, you know, you traditionally, if you will, you had martial arts, you know, judo, karate, mm-hmm. Bruce Lee, mm-hmm. you know, you had, you know, fr- from the from Asian Oriental influence, those those kinds of of, of uh, martial arts. On the other hand, in America, you know, and around probably Europe, boxing w- was the big thing. Yeah. You know, just, uh, you know, and, and as I understand it, what mixed martial arts is kind of a merging of, of those two yeah. Two arts, mm-hmm. yeah, everything. Um, basically, any type of art, uh, grappling. So you have like fundamentals of wrestling, uh, submission, grappling, jujitsu, kickboxing, muay thai. Um, it's everything mashed together, um, and it's kind of like a hybrid type of uh, martial art. It is pretty much uh, evolved through trial and error. Found out what worked, what didn't work, and then over time, the the knowledge that got passed down eventually evolved in the mixed martial arts, like. Um, for me, being a new breed of fighter, I started training in two, um, 2013. So the first day I took boxing is the first day I took wrestling. Like, I've always been an MMA guy. Um, at the beginning, you know, you'd have someone who gr- just was a grappler, and they had to learn striking so that they could fight, you know? But now you're getting this whole new generation of guys who are just straight into mixed martial arts, learning how to, you know, set up their takedowns with punches, you know? Learning how to um, punch on the ground, learning how to, you know, set their punches up into submissions and you know, really diversifying their game and melting everything together. Yeah, that that kind of answers my question, but I'm going to get to follow it up because that's what, um, in going back to the earlier days of it, um, you know, I, I suspect, but 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 it's a question, you, you let me know the answer, mm-hmm. um, that guys came in originally to, to mixed martial arts. I suspect some of them came in it through it through the martial arts, mm-hmm. you know, door, if you will, got, you know, martial arts fighters yeah. got into mixed martial arts by assuming <clears> that, Boxers, maybe you know, they came from that mm-hmm. that aspect of uh, you know, boxing. Others maybe came into it through wrestling. Yeah, high school wrestling is probably yeah, the biggest. Yeah, that's probably our biggest um, students uh, that that come in, especially even success rate with our champions. And if even if you look into the UFC and, and Bellator, a lot of the the, the title holders um, are former wrestlers, whether it be yeah. high school or collegiate. Um, I get a lot of them that come from a Popka High School or Kaiva High School. They walk in. Um, they already are coachable. You know, they're already used to the weight cut. And um, they're they're eager and hungry. They know what it's about. They know what that grind is. So it's really easy to take that wrestler and just teach them how to strike. Um, so we do get a lot of um, guys that come in just to box. 
And then they end up, they see a couple of kickboxing classes, and then they get curious, and then they start kickboxing. And then they see the jiu-jitsu classes. It's really broken down into four styles. Muay Thai kickboxing, wrestling, jiu-jitsu, and boxing. So those are the, the four, and we actually teach those separately. And then we have an MMA class where we start combining them all together. So if I have a, a kid or a youth or an adult that just wants to box, he can come just to boxing class. And then we have boxers that step into the ring. And, but we also have just a Muay Thai kickboxing class where just kickboxers want to come in and they can just do kickboxing. But then we have the MMA class where they can, all, they can you know, learn all of that put together because the hardest part of MMA is probably um, mixing the going from being a boxer to adding kicks now, to adding takedowns, to adding submissions. So that's how it goes. Boxing, kickboxing, wrestling, jujitsu. So and then it's all, MMA is just all those combined into one. But those are the, the, the biggest styles. Very interesting. Friends, you're listening to the Roger Frank and Williams Show. We're glad you're joining us today. We're speaking with Mr. Chuck Benham. He's the founder of Caged Chaos, which is a company that promotes mixed martial arts events and trains martial arts fighters. He's a former owner of Breaking Point Martial Arts in Apopka. And also we're speaking with Shane Bagwell. He's a trainer at Cage Chaos, and he's a mixed martial arts fighter himself. There's a huge event coming up, actually an historic event, on March 21st, which is Chuck is promoting his through his company Cage Chaos. It's a mixed martial arts competition, which will be staged at the VFW right there on Central Avenue in Apopka. It's the first ever mixed martial arts event in, a, in, the, in Apopka, in the city of Apopka. Now I'd like to go back to Shane, and of course Chuck, you know, as well, if you... Um, but start with Shane. Now, observing it, observing mixed martial arts, I mean, it looks like somebody could really get hurt in there. <laughs> yeah. And was that something that ever crossed your mind? I guess probably not. I guess guys that, that do it, that, never, that thought never crosses their mind. Yeah. But but but, is, but, but it, seriously, is that something that, that you think about? And, and, and what is the potential? Somebody that it really isn't very good at yeah. it could, could really get, you know, beat up pretty bad. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, There's definitely a risk of getting hurt. Um, I've been hurt way more times in training than in, in the actual fight. You know, the, the training really is the hardest part. It's the training, the dieting, and making the weight is really the, the hard part. Fighting is not the hard part. It's the preparation for the fight that you'll generally get hurt. Um, I haven't really taken too many injuries, and um, for me getting hurt, I've just been getting hurt my whole life. I've always been an adrenaline junkie, so it's just a non-factor for me. Like, no matter what I do for fun, I'm going to get hurt. Falling out of trees, skateboarding. Falling out of trees, skateboarding, <laughs> riding a four-wheeler, whatever, you know. Always uh, trying to do something fun to hurt myself. So that, that's a non-factor for me. Um, but, yeah, I'd say definitely the training is definitely where you're going to get injured more so than the fight. Now, again, it it, it seems as though... It's it's kind of a no holds barred kind of a kind of a sport if I'm not mistaken. I mean, I mean, what I mean by that, you know, like in boxing, you know, I mean, most everybody I grew up watched boxing was kind of a big deal back when I was growing up. Not so much anymore, I guess. But um, but in boxing, you just can't kick somebody in boxing. Right. Yeah. Um, you know. Uh, Th- that type of thing. Whereas in mixed martial arts, it seems like you can do almost anything you yeah, I mean, you, you, you want to no, to try to hurt hurt the other guy. Yeah. Basically, no hair pulling, groin strikes. You know, just the, yeah. You can't hit to the back of the head. Um, there's certain there are but, but certain you, but rules. you can kick somebody in the mouth, right? Yeah, yeah. definitely. That's one of my favorite things to do. <laughs> <laughs> 
and, and can you just t- talk about that aspect? Is that something that makes it more exciting for you? And- oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I just love it because you could definitely, like, mess with people's head. It's a good, like, psychological game when you could add all aspects of the game to it, you know? Because um, you could strike with them, and then they can get used to that. But then next thing you know, you're wrestling with them. And then it's just a total shift in the momentum of the fight. And that's what I like about it um, more so than just just kickboxing or just wrestling. Or- and I suspect... And as you can tell, I don't know a whole lot about this, but it's interesting to learn about it. Mm-hmm. There might be guys, you can suck on a football team. Some teams run the ball better. Some teams pass the ball better. Some some guys are better tackling. Some guys are mm-hmm. better blocking. I suspect there's some guys that might be better at striking. Oh, yeah. Whereas other guys are better at the wrestling aspect. Yeah, is, yeah. Is, is, that, is that true? Yeah, I've had fights where um, I was out striking the guy, and then maybe his grappling was better. And then I've also had fights where I was getting outstruck by the guy, but then my wrestling was better, you know? You could definitely um, see where these competitors spend their time. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, the, the the time has evaporated. It's been fascinating talking with you guys. Mm-hmm. And I would love to have you back again sometime. Yeah, absolutely. I, anytime. I'm just, awesome. I'm just scratching the surface of all the questions I want to, <laughs> want to ask you guys. But it's certainly been an entertaining uh, half hour with you guys. I appreciate you coming over. Yeah, thank you for having us. Awesome. It's a privilege. And Chuck, why don't you get the word out once again about, yeah, about the so, event? So Apopka's first uh, mixed martial arts event will be held at the VFW on Central um, March 21st. Tickets will be on sale. They're $25 for general admission, $50 for VIP. Um, we're constantly picking up sponsors uh, now so for that event. And um, yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be fun. It's going to be different for Apopka, for sure. Well, we always like to keep up to date on new activities, new exciting things that are happening, and you, this is certainly one of them. We appreciate you being here to share about it with, with us on our, on, our, on our show. Well, friends, I want to thank you for joining us. And before we sign off, I want to once again remind you, during this Christmas season, there's always people on our list. Usually they're our, our closest friends and loved ones who are the most difficult to buy for. I urge you to contact Vito and Rhonda at Network Sound and Video. They'll help you. They'll come up with a great gift idea for you, and they'll be able to make it perfectly. That's Network Sound and Video. You can find them at NetworkSoundandVideo.com. Drop by and see them, 2520 Ronald Reagan Boulevard in Longwood, or just call them at 407-834-8555. 834-8555. Network Sound and Video. Well, friends, thank you for joining us today. Thanks to our producer, Jeff. Hope you have a great day. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.